Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Or at least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long. He will never emotionally fulfill you. Because I don't want to be a part of this. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! Close your legs to married men, trash box. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Who gonna check me, boo? Welcome to Morally Corrupt, the Tuesday edition. I am Chelsea Stark-Jones, joined by the one and only Zach Peter. Zach, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing really good, Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, well, we only have one show to recap because of Thanksgiving. We didn't get Southern Charm, but we did get Miami last Wednesday. So we're going to, you know, dive right into the recap. Not a lot of crazy news going on in the Bravo world. Everyone decided to take a little break for the holiday. Yeah. Not spread or start any rumors about the husbands. So let's just dive in to season six, episode four, Slam Dunks and Friendship Flunks. This is an overall okay episode. I mean, a lot happened on the Sprinter van, which is typically a Salt Lake move, but we, we're bringing this uh, Sprinter van drama to Miami. Well, we also had this, I feel like Sprinter vans and Alexia's birthday don't always mix because that was the last drama we had with her and Julia last year. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the women just don't want to celebrate Alexia's birthday. I mean, she is the star of the show, so I don't understand why not. But I mean, her ego has really gotten big. It's funny because it goes in like waves. Like sometimes she seems humble and then other times she seems like she is God's gift to earth. She is. I mean, we what would we do without Alexia? What would we do? But the episode starts off with us catching up with all the women. We see Alexia get ready for um, to take Frankie to an appointment. Um, And then we also see Larsa inviting Adriana to play in this basketball charity event. And then we get Nicole and Anthony practicing for this basketball charity event and also making plans for baby number two. So they are full set on baby number two, pausing wedding planning and 
expanding their family. They think it'd be cute to have a ring bear and a flower girl as their children for the wedding. So, and we already know this is happening in real time because we know she is, they are expecting baby number two. Yeah, I, I, I like Nicole's scenes. I like, um, I think her relationship with Anthony is really cute. He's clearly terrible at basketball. I didn't realize she, oh, I guess I'm not surprised she's more of the athletic one and he's not because dad bod, but like, you know, <laughs> I think they're cute together. I'm ready for her to have this second baby. Obviously, we know it's happening IRL, but like on the show, I'm like, let's get it going. Yes, I I think they're really cute together too. I like them. But okay, I is she carrying the baby? Like, that's one thing I still don't know. Or do they have a surrogate? Oh, is she not carrying the baby? I thought she was carrying the baby. I don't know. Like, I haven't seen anything of her that looks like she's pregnant. I mean, she is really tiny. She might not show for a while. But I like she hasn't really posted anything of her like self. So I was just curious. And they're rich enough to have a surrogate. So I just didn't know. Yeah, I mean, listen, he has money. Honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then we get Julia practicing. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Julia's scenes this season, I literally, her goat shitting and her practicing her opera. Every season, I can't with Julia's scenes. <laughs> but especially this season, I feel like this season's really taken a toll on me. Yeah. So she heads over to Adriana's house to rehearse her opera singing, which doesn't sound good. Like, it still sounds like she has a long ways to go before she sets on stage and performs. No? Am I crazy? Like, it didn't sound really nice. No, I don't ever want to see her on stage. Yeah. So she she expresses to Adriana that she's having trouble finding somewhere to host the party. So Adriana very graciously offers up her home. But she also, Adriana makes it clear that you know, even though you want to invite everybody, I don't want Marisol there. <laughs> and Julia's kind of like, you know, well, I, I like, I think we could set aside our differences for an evening. So Adriana very early on kind of states where she stands. We all know that she, her and Marisol don't get along. And then the rehearsal buddy, uh, other opera singer comes by and oh my gosh, this part of it was a little bit comical. Like him... I don't know why opera, like, I know it's a really prestigious, like, sophisticated art form, but, like, it gives goofy and silly campy. and, like, unseriousness yeah. campy. And then on top of that, to see Adriana's dog humping this man's leg while he's, like, belting out, it was, this was funny. I mean, sure. I just, I, I'm not interested. <laughs> Anytime Julia's on my screen, I just can't get into it. Julia with Adriana, Julia with Martina, Julia with the other woman. I'm like, oh, okay, this could be fun. Julia with the other woman, sure, sometimes, yeah. you know, because she engages. But like Julia and Martina is getting a little stale for me. Julia and Adriana yeah. is getting a little stale for me. And Julia alone is just fast forward. Always stale. Yes. No, I liked Julia and Alexia. They had a scene together in the first episode. Oh, yeah, that was good. And they were talking about sex and stuff. I was like, okay, like I like this version of Julia. She seems fun and light and like like actual girlfriend you want to have lunch with. But every other time, yeah. I'm like, no, thanks. And then we go to Frankie, our guy Frankie. So Frankie's getting some treatment done to help him become more independent. It's like this oxygen therapy um, that's very experimental. I guess it's been around for a while, but Alexia was hesitant at first to have Frankie try it out. But now he's been going. I think 
they said he has to have 24 sessions and he's like halfway through and the doctor says that he's been seeing improvements as has Alexia. And it was just, you know, anytime we get our boy Frankie on the screen, he is just such like a light. I love it. Yeah, I love Frankie. I mean, I don't think hyperbaric oxygen therapy is all that uh, experimental. I've known about it for a really long time. It's been really popular in the autism community. So it's something that I've done personally. It's something that we've done with my brother. And, you know, it penetrates oxygen deep into your cells to help regenerate cells. So it helps with like, you know, obviously cell regeneration, but also like, you know, with healthy brain function, um, with recovery. I know a lot of athletes like to use it when they're recovering from working out because it helps their muscles recover faster. So I, I loved getting, I love that it's becoming a lot more mainstream that we're like seeing it on TV. I thought, I think that that's, that's good. I think Frankie's definitely going to benefit from it. And I think they even said that like his vocabulary is improving and, you know, that's good for Frankie. Yeah, very good for Frankie. Thanks for that insight. I never heard about it before. But we also, you know, Alexia, Peter's also at the appointment. And Alexia kind of explains how before Frankie's accident, like Peter, you know, Peter's the older brother. Like he saw Frankie as the older brother in many yeah. ways. And that Peter looked up to Frankie. And that when everything happened, she just like, she almost had to take care of two kids like she had to save two children because it was so hard on Peter and which we've seen like in the aftermath of him his run-ins with the police his codependency on his mom still like stuff like that so it you know these are the parts of Alexia where I'm just like I gotta stand like she seems like a great mom yeah you know she's gorgeous it's just when it gets a little bit too too much about herself where I'm like, okay, girl, like let's pause. But these moments, it's yes. like, oh my gosh, I love, I love Alexia. She's a great mom. And you can just tell she loves and adores her boys, even though she has moments where like she can be a little too much, like with Peter oh, yeah. and buying him groceries and all that stuff and like not letting them be independent. But no, I love Alexia's mom scenes. I mean, let me defend her on the buying the groceries for a sec. Cause when I I mean, I guess you know what, he is almost 30. Never mind, never mind, never mind. I was going to say, when I was in college and I was like 21, like my mom would like go to the grocery store with me and like pay for my groceries and and that stuff. But I guess if he's if he's pushing 30, that, that is a little, that's a little too old to, to have mom buying your groceries. And he looks like he's pushing 40. Like he's like, just not... <laughs> not 40. <laughs> you know, he's a hard 34. Oh gosh. <laughs> so then we I I also liked I enjoyed this scene too or this moment with Lisa taking her kids to see Gunkle Jody Gunkle as Jody. the editors shadily labeled him. Uh so she takes her kids to go see Jody and she says that they think he's just Uncle Joe. Like that's how she's introduced him to them and whatnot. And that they don't know that he is her boyfriend. She thinks that's too soon to to say this is mommy's boyfriend. Like, if you're not going to introduce him as your boyfriend, like, why even introduce him at all? But it's like, yeah. she wants to have him around all the time. So I guess she has to. But, I, you know, I grew up with a single mother. I'm not, you know, I'm not a mother, let alone a single parent. So I can't tell anyone. But I will say, I feel like I benefited from my mom not introducing me too early on to people she was dating. Like, I only met three men. One we we lived with for a very long time. She dated him for a while. 
Two, she dated for a while. And three is my now stepdad. So like, I didn't meet a lot of the guys that she dated. I know she dated because now that I'm older, she tells me that she dated a lot. So, um, but like, I just, I think it's like something you want to be careful about when you introduce kids to someone romantically, even if you're not introducing them as someone like a romantic partner. Yeah, I think it was smart. I think she's kind of like pacing it. And I love that she was like, well, I always have a bunch of gay guys around. So like, they just <laughs> think he might be one of my gay friends, um, which is why they then shadily label him Gunkle, Gunkle Joey. But I mean, I think it's wise for her. I do think she's moving really fast with Jody, though. Like, yeah. I feel like especially now that we found out that like, he's paying for half her rent and Lenny's paying for the other half. And, you know, I'm like, okay, we're really, you know, especially when last week she was saying how she doesn't want to be dependent on a man again. And it's exactly. like, well, now you're dependent on your ex-husband and your current boyfriend. So exactly. you got a two for one right there. Don't love it. But he does seem really good with her kids. Um, yeah. Really sweet. You know, he gives them gifts. The kids are really funny. I like when Logan said that the unicorn looked like trash. <laughs> when, um, when she was painting it. I was like, that's funny. But, you know, she does... Lisa does share that with Jody that Logan has been taking it a little bit rougher with this separation and that he's, you know, really sensitive. And that he always expresses how he wants to see mommy and daddy back together. Yeah. Which is sad. It's like divorce is rough. And especially when you're dealing with someone as horrible as Lenny, like it couldn't be easy. You just like want co-parenting in the end. And it it seems like he doesn't even, Lenny doesn't even want that. Care. Yeah. Yeah. You want to provide some sort of stability. And I'm sure the kids right now feel the chaos. You know, they feel their mother's hatred towards Lenny and they feel Lenny's hatred towards Lisa and, you know, them just probably feeling like they're in the middle. I'm sure doesn't, you know, doesn't make them feel safe, which when you're going through a big divorce and separation, I think should be the priority is making sure the kids are okay. And I don't think either of them are thinking of the kids very much. No. And it's all about energy. Like they may not be saying something negatively about the other person in front of the kids, but the kids can pick up on the energy and that's probably making even harder for them. So we finally get to the pinnacle of the episode, the bulk of the episode, which is Larsa's uh, basketball charity event. I have to say, before we get into that, last week, I was very harsh on Miss Larsa Pippen. Very harsh. Very harsh on her spreading the news about Gertie's diagnosis. I thought it was wrong. I thought she was being malicious. I didn't like it. Well, right. after yes, last week's record, I met Miss Larsa Pippen and Mr. Marcus Jordan because they were on Spidey's 16th Minute. If you haven't listened to the episode, I highly encourage you to. It was a great interview with Spidey um, and Marcus and Larsa. But she was very nice. And my opinion of her has thus changed. I like Larsa. <laughs> okay. Well, you also have to remember, like, housewife versus real life, they're very different people. Very different. I was pleasantly surprised with how delightful she was, how sweet. And also, Marcus is wonderful. Like, and, you know, I think I said this in the first episode that we recapped of the of the season of I now get them together on camera. Like, they make sense. I even more yeah. so understand them now, like, seeing them interact in person. Like, it clicks. Like, they seem totally aligned, totally into one another. I support this relationship. <laughs> and it just seems like they they seem like they are in like a healthy 
space with one another. I don't know. I like get it. She explained uh, Marcus taking pictures of Julia thing on the podcast. I'm not going to tell you guys what she said because I want you to listen because it, it's actually like, oh, I get it. Like when she explained it, I was like, you're right, girl. You're right. Like, so okay. guys, go listen. <laughs> go listen. I highly encourage. It was a great episode all around. Um, But yes, just it, my opinion of her has, has slightly changed or not slightly drastically because I was hard on her last week. Oh, my gosh. But this week I'm like, hey, girl, how you doing? We'll see how, how much it changes uh, throughout <laughs> the season. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. We have her charity event and she organizes like everyone meeting together so that they could drive to the arena. I think they played where the Miami Heat play. I'm not, I'm, I wasn't paying that close of attention, but they all drive to the arena. So we have Larsa, Marcus, Gertie. Gertie brings some cupcakes for Alexia. Alexia's on the bus. Everyone's on the bus except for Julia, because Julia's going to meet them there. So they're, you know, driving. Gertie says, you know, she's not ready to share her diagnosis with everyone at this point. And then we get a confessional of all the women saying, like, I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to bring it up. And of course, we get a Chiron saying, told by Larsa, told by Larsa. So again, the editor's being shady. Then we have, okay, so this is something that I don't necessarily like to discuss. Like, I'm not someone that just puts my bodily dysfunctions out there Same. to the world. Same. Like, this <laughs> so, is weird. I don't like... We get Marisol just saying that she has flatulence. Flat, flatulence? What? Gas? 
Yeah. Just announcing it to the whole bus, which like, I, like again, like I don't like doing that in a room full of women. Then Marcus is sitting there like, I thought, and so is Gertie's husband. Like that is just a, something that like I like to address. Like I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I am a lady. Like. <laughs> I don't so. do that either, Chelsea. It's just, <laughs> I don't get, like I get it. Some people are very open and comfortable with it. Like even if I burp, I'm like very much, I try to oh. be discreet about it. Like I'm not trying to be all belching out loud. I just, Same. I don't understand people being so open, like, or just being so free with all of that, you know? it's just, Yeah, I, I think it's disgusting. It is. <laughs> I mean, yes, they're natural bodily functions, but it's like you're also not taking a dump in front of people, like, or peeing in front of people. Like, bodily functions are normal, but, like, discretion is advised. Very much so. So if I were on the bus and I heard Adriana just announce that, I would be like, uh, TMI, like, did not need to know. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Handle it discreetly in a corner with uh, without us around. And so, you know, the <laughs> they only drive for nine minutes and then they had to do a bathroom break somewhere, which I thought was kind of weird, but also funny. And so they get off the bus and I guess Alexia didn't hear what Adriana had to say. So Marisol fills her in. Well, they're in the bathroom about like, oh my God, Adriana says she has gas. She just announced it. I can't believe we're going to be stuck on a bus with her. And she has to fucking fart all the time or whatever. And Adriana overhears this. Now, to me, this wasn't that deep. Like, Marisol wasn't like saying how awful Adriana is and that she's a witch and that she's like this horrible human being. She was just repeating something that Adriana announced to the entire bus to Alexia. I didn't think it was that bad. But Marisol was deeply offended by them talking about her announcement about her gas. Am I misreading that? Or did you think it was kind of shady what they were doing? No, I didn't think it was shady. I thought it was not. I would have had the exact same conversation. We're having the same conversation right now. I thought it was gross and like unnecessary. And like, I didn't think there was anything really shady about it. But like, no, I wouldn't want to be around you if you're talking about your gassy right now, too. Yeah, not not for me. But so Adriana is angry. They all get back on the bus. And I love this Kiki. And, you know, Kiki's our girl. Like Kiki's in line with us. She says she can't stand someone who talks about passing gas. Same Kiki. And the, I think she said I'm a lady. And then they cut to her last season oh, being yeah. on the beach, which was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> um, and so... They're driving. Adriana then out of nowhere calls them out for the gossip, for them talking about her in the bathroom. And it opens up a really disgusting conversation about using the bathroom in front of their spouses. So this was this like, I I appreciated it taking a comedic turn. But um, Alexia, I guess she sent Larsa a picture of like two toilets next to each other saying that she, sh- her and Marcus should get this because they like to be together all the no. time. No. <laughs> Which is it's gross. So gross. And then Alexia shares that she likes to pee and poop in front of Todd, which this is when no. I wanted to turn no. my television off. Like, this is no. not for me. Hard this is, no. Yeah. This is disgusting. Like, pee and poop in front of... Like, what? Like, no, thank you. Not for me. Not for me. Like, why? Like, that's so weird. It's so it's weird. Like, it's 
it, it's one thing if it like happens, right? But she's like, no, I enjoy it. I like pooping in front of Todd, which is well, just... How does it even just happen? Like, it doesn't just happen. Well, like, like if you're in the restroom and like someone's like, I need to get my toothbrush. I don't know. Like sometimes things just, I don't know. No. No. <laughs> It's not happening. <laughs> you can wait to brush your teeth. Yeah, this is not happening. I think it's disgusting. I was like, and especially coming from Alexia, like I was like, really? Like, is this something you're into? Like, yeah, I, I would expect it. like Adriana or even like Julia to drop a bomb like this, but not yeah. Alexia. Not Alexia. Now we know um, why Todd says that they have issues in their relationship that they need to work through. Yes, that that would be a big red flag for me in a relationship. <laughs> and then, you know, Alexia opens up and f- this also felt like it came out of nowhere, but just to dig at Adriana, but she shares why Todd didn't feel comfortable being at the New Horizons party. And she says to Nicole, it wasn't because of you and Anthony. Like he wrote, like he apologized, he went, he moves on, blah, 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 but that he has a problem with Adriana. And Adriana's like, what the hell? Like I saw Todd after the party. He said, like he needs to work on his relationship with you, blah, blah, blah. And then Lisa also, I guess, was with Adriana when Todd said this and confirms that, you know, Todd did tell Adriana that he does need to work on his relationship with Alexia and that Todd didn't seem to have a problem with Adriana while they were like leaving the condo or whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Like, okay, Lisa's there. She co-signs what was said. Like Adriana's not exaggerating this because... I very much thought Adriana was exaggerating this. Yeah, I thought so too. But I like that Lisa validated that. and But yeah, it still had no weight. Like Alexia still was just like not believing anything that came out of Adriana's mouth. Yeah. And then like, I actually felt, I don't know if it was Alexia or Lisa said like, it, he was saying it very like jokingly, like, oh yeah. Like he wasn't saying like, yeah, we have problems. Like it sounded like he was like, yeah, you know, got to work on the problem, like stuff like that. So like, I kind of like get where like maybe she heard it and took it in a negative way. And then Lisa saying it was more of like, uh, like it wasn't that serious. Like, and why would Todd tell Adriana (laughs) that like in a serious way also? And then as far as like him not confronting Adriana, I uh, again, like Marisol was like, well, of course he's not going to confront you. He was being polite. Yeah. And this is when Adriana switches and she says, shut up, Marisol, you fucking motherfucker. You're a hateful person. And I, like I had to pause to write down my notes a lot. And when I paused it at this moment, Dr. Nicole on Gertie's face looking at Adriana was like pure shock and like, oh my God, like gasping. It was just so hard. Like it snapped out of nowhere. I mean, and Marisol had a point, like if he was trying to avoid you at the party, the last thing he's going to want to do is have an issue with you. Especially, it sounds like they ran into each other in like the lobby or in, you know, a hallway somewhere that like the last thing he's going to do is try to like, have that sort of issue. We also just saw him apologize to, what was it, Anthony? Who's the one he wrote, he made the video for? Anthony, right? Anthony, yeah. Yeah, so, like, clearly he's not trying to have an issue with people, and the last thing he wants to do is have an issue with Adriana. Yeah, and it's also just, like, I appreciate this. Like, he's not, he doesn't seem to be one of those house husbands that wants to be, like, super ingrained in the drama. Yeah. And why would a man, like, Kenya Moore always brings this up on Atlanta, <laughs> of, like, when men come at her, when she has no one with her or like another yeah. man with her, it's like, why would a man 
attack a woman when she's by herself, when she doesn't have yeah. a man, like, you know, with her or whatever, take to take up for her or defend whatever. Like, that would be really shitty of Todd. It would make him look like a complete asshole if he just went yeah. in on Adriana, like, yeah. when she's by herself, you know? Like, that wouldn't be cool or smart of him to do. So, Especially because it seems like he's very conscious of how he's coming off on camera and not wanting yeah. to engage in a lot of these, like, petty little fights considering how much he got involved with Anthony last season, that I think he's trying to not be that. Yeah, so him being kind to Adriana is completely valid, and it's also valid that he didn't want to be around her in his home. It makes total sense. But Marisol, like, after Adriana snaps at her, she brings up, of course, like, the root of why Marisol and Adriana aren't on good terms right now is because Adriana stupidly threw in her face last season that her ex, Marisol's ex-boyfriend <sighs> was trying to get at her. Just, so, yeah. <laughs> she can't help herself, that woman. No. So, you know, Marisol calls her a hateful person. You tried to fuck my ex. Adriana calls Marisol a drunk. And then Alexia jumps in to, you know, kind of back up. Mar- I don't know if it's to back up Marisol or just divert the attention away from Marisol. I'm unsure. But Adriana brings up you know, what Adriana said about Alexia in, in the car about Alexia being with Todd. And I, this is what I believe also they thought about in the airport after BravoCon in Miami. But after Adriana came in waving the white flag <laughs> at the lunch or whatever, when they apologized to one another, Adriana was talking shit about Alexia on the way to the New Horizons party. It's like you just cleaned the slate with this woman and now you're talking shit about her. That's what was so confusing to me is I was like, you guys just settled this and you came to a common ground. You said that you were back in a good place. And yet Adriana just can't help herself. She just keeps putting her foot in her mouth and she keeps, you know, causing... Because then it's like when you go and you talk shit to the other women, like one, you shouldn't be doing that but because it's on camera. And two, like what makes you think that the other women are not going to go and tell Alexia what you're saying about yeah. her? Yeah. It I, it really just boils down to... and I And I really hate saying it. It's just... Feels like there is jealousy there between yeah. Adriana now towards Alexia. Now that's becoming apparent, yeah. And I yeah. get it. Like, Alexia has a man and they have money and Adriana's always been, you know, somebody to do it on her own. She's never had somebody stable like Todd. And so, I mean, I get it, but I think it is becoming more apparent that it is a jealousy thing. Yeah, because it's like, why continue to go after her after you apologize, you move on? And, like, it just makes it makes absolutely no sense. And it's really stupid. And I think that Alexia thinks that she's better than Adriana. I think that's a part of it, too. And I think Adriana feels that energy. Do you really think she thinks she's better than her? Yeah. She has such an ego on her. She thinks she's the star of the show that I really think she believes she's better than Alexia. Than Adriana. I mean, yeah, but like, I don't know. I'm not mad at it if that's what it is. I like Alexia more than Adriana at this point. So I'm like, whatever. She could feel that way. Um, But did you feel, though, like this was a a gang up on Adriana in the car and the Sprinter van? Because like once they get off the, the Sprinter van, Adriana is like to herself in the locker room. She's not interacting with anybody. Lisa feels bad for her. Like, I didn't really feel like it was a gang up. No, because she threw the first shot. Like she, I think Adriana made a big deal about their conversation in the bathroom. And like, yeah, maybe you feel excluded from them, but you're not friends with them. And also you said something gross about farting on the 
the sprinter van. <laughs> like people are going to have a weird reaction to that. It was a weird comment to make. So I, I don't think that it was a gang up on Adriana. I just think Adriana put herself on an island and then fought with them. And like, yeah, you're going to feel a little isolated after that. Like if you want to just make the peace and like make sure there's peace and there doesn't need to be conflict on the bus on the way to the charity event. So I don't feel bad for her. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, she did start it all. She did throw the first stone. And it was really just a fight amongst Adriana versus Alexia and Marisol and not, like, Adriana versus everyone on the bus. Like, no one really yeah. said anything. And and she was going at the both of them. So yeah. it's, like, you know, she she could hold her own. Like, it's not like she's a swell flower. So she does. Julia finally shows up. And Adriana relates to her what happened. But she, in a very misleading way, she says, I think she basically is like, I said something about me having flatulence and then Alexia got mad at me for talking about her husband or something like that. Like she just like skipped over it. Sorry from the gas to like the end point. She did not talk about anything in between. Anything in between. Yeah. She like really... (laughs) (laughs) But also that's how... I feel like that's how she operates. Like she doesn't take all the pieces into... I don't know. She just doesn't think. No. All the time. So when she tells, you know, Julia this, she also tells her that she doesn't want them at her her house for the party. She says, Alexia and Marisol are not invited. I don't want them there. And Julia kind of is just taking this information in. She's not really saying anything. Yeah. But we get to the basketball game, which I hate this. I hate this shtick and housewives. Like, I understand this is for charity. I love it. I love what the money's going towards. I don't like watching Housewives play sports. We watched the Potomac women play pickleball this past week. We Jersey and every the year in Jersey game every we get year. the softball yeah. game. It's a it's 20 minutes, 10 minutes of stuff that I just I just don't want to see. Like I know they yeah. suck at sports. It's not funny to me. Like get over like move on. Yeah. Make it a quick it's 30 it's second a waste of an event. It's a waste of an outing. Like I'd rather have them go and get cocktails and fight there. Like I just I, I agree. I don't care to watch them play sports. Don't need and those it. Those like, uniforms were ugly. They were not. They were not what I would like to. Yeah, it's just not what I want to see. But during the game, we get Julia and Adriana on the bench, and Julia talks to her and says, "Look, like I understand why you don't want Marisol there, but I'm not like excluding Alexia from the party. Like she's coming. You know, yeah. kind of get over it." And Adriana's like, "Oh, my heart hurts. Like blah blah. blah. My friend doesn't get like okay. Like I, I think it's fair. You know." Marisol probably doesn't want to go. Or maybe she does. I don't know. But it, I think they should all be invited. What do you think? I think they should be invited. Um, it's not Adriana's party to invite or not invite. You know, it's not yeah. up to her. Yeah. When you open up your house to something to allow someone else to host there, like it is their guest yeah. list. You know, you have to, when you open up you're that loaning, invitation. Yeah. You're yeah. loaning your home. You're loaning, you know, your space and it's not up to you who you feel comfortable because you offered that space up not for yourself but for somebody else to be able to host their thing Mm -hmm. yeah anyways well team jordan wins and after the game yeah there's a cake for alexia they all sing happy birthday adriana is doing something with her hair she goes over to anthony whispers to anthony something about him like having silent money or like something like that. Like he's not loud with his money. I think it's that whole, she was trying to bring up that whole money talks, wealth whispers. Wealth whispers types of thing. Yeah. And so Todd, she says this in light of Todd giving Alexia a $78,000 watch for her birthday, 
which Alexia, do you think she knew what she was getting or she knew she was getting a nice gift? Because on the Sprinter van, she was I like... I think she knew she was getting a nice gift. Like she knew regardless of what it was, it was going to be something grand. Yes, because on the Sprinter van, she, when, you know, Adriana was talking shit about like why Alexia is with Todd, she's like, well, just wait until you see what I'm getting for my birthday. And lo and behold, it's a $78,000 watch. Again, throwing it in Adriana's face because she thinks that she's better than her. I don't know if she thinks that it's better. I think she knows that it's going to bother Adriana. So she's just going to say it, you know, like if you're going to like, I know this bothers you that I live this life. So I'm going to make it bother you even more and put it in your face because you're being an asshole to me for no fucking reason after we apologize to one another and you would fucking white flag. Anyways, so Adriana and her closing confessional says and feels that, you know, she is really standing by what Todd's saying about like there being issues in their marriage and that he's using this gift and all of his money to hide what's wrong in their relationship, what's missing in their relationship, which I... I don't know. I really just, I think he said that comment flippantly and I don't think they really are having marital issues. Um, I mean, even if they are having marital issues, I don't think they're to the degree where it's bad enough where they're not going to make it or they're not going to last. You know, I just think they're, if they're having marital issues, they're like small little spats that they've been having. Um, I do think that they're flashy and they're a little superficial, but I mean, that's fine. They have money and they can flaunt it if they want to. If it's tacky to some people, it's tacky to some people. But I don't think it's deeper. I think Adriana's trying to give it more meaning than it has. Yeah, I agree. So the episode ends there and we get a preview for next week, which also looks pretty good. Um, The news about Gertie's diagnosis starts to spread. Well, it's already spread around the group, but Lisa brings it up to her. And so Gertie's now aware that Larsa is the one that let everyone know. We also get the cancer party. Seems like the police show up at Lisa's house. So it seems like a pretty, pretty good episode next week. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, I like that we're finally getting into the Larsa outing, the cancer diagnosis. And of course, Lisa's going to be the one to spill it. I'm glad, but like, we're finally going to get some good conflict out of this because I'm ready for Gertie to go off on Larsa. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we know today they're not friends. Yeah, so next week, guys, we will be back. We'll also be talking Southern Charm as it will be back on our screens again, as well as Miami. And then you could catch our Potomac, Beverly Hills, and Salt Lake recap this Friday with Rachel, Jody, and Callie. So we got it all covered here on the Ring of Reality feed. We we got you guys when it comes to everything Bravo. So stay tuned and we'll talk to you all later. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.